Matrice. Money Matters. Your ears are tuned to the Listen Money Matters podcast, a show about managing your money for real people who think saving pennies is for old people. And now, here are your hosts, Matt and Andrew. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters. It's a brand new podcast we're just starting, and we're going to talk about the show. We're going to talk about what we're going to talk about for the next however long we decide to do this podcast for. And and right now, I'm talking to Andrew who is the creator of listenmoneymatters.com and Andrew how are you first of all I'm good how are you man I'm awesome <laughs> I'm having a good time this is our very first show so I'm like really kind of nervous excited um but I-, I want people to know what they're what they're in for okay and I also want to talk a little bit about you uh since you're the guy that created listenmoneymatters.com okay and I want you to tell the people why why did you start listenmoneymatters.com and what made you you know want to help people learn about you know con- taking control of their their money yeah so um i i was always a guy predisposed to rants and i just talk and talk about <laughs> shit and uh i guess um i i had an apartment yeah. that i was renting and uh the hurricane superstorm stanny came along oh Lost my apartment, lost all my stuff. Me and my fiance at the time, we moved in with my parents, which was very fun. And uh, I had I had a lot of a lot of free time. And uh, one thing that I've always been passionate about is is money and investing and saving. Um, not buying like frivolous, stupid shit like leopard seat covers for your car, you know. Mm. And uh, I I have done pretty well for myself and. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm only 28 now, and I uh, I, I just kind of wanted to help other people my age kind of sift through the madness because it's really not that difficult. You know, I think people uh, maybe make it to be worse than it is. Like me, because I do. Yeah. I, I make do. it much worse. <laughs> I make it much worse than I think it has to be. But, like, what made you so good with money? Like, what made you – like who get, who instilled this knowledge on you uh, that money was easy and helped you learn how to take control of it? Because I, I I'll tell you my uh, my influences about money came from my parents and not from school. And you know I'm I'm terrible. I've been terrible with money for <laughs> you know thirty years now. So I mean what like what got you started? Like what you know. Yeah, so um, I think I always kind of had a little bit of it in me. I always, you know, saved the dollars, and I had, you know, the lemonade stand when I was a kid that mm-hmm. no one came to, and you know, selling things in in middle school to other kids. What were you um, selling? Uh, honestly, yeah. um, I was I was selling porn. Porn? <laughs> yeah, no yeah. way. How old? How old? Uh, I was in. I was in. Uh, what grade was I in? I think I was in like uh, sixth grade no. or something like that. Elementary and, school. Yeah. So we had a, a color laser jet printer, which at the time was <laughs> like no one had that. I mean, that was pretty insane. And also, barely anyone had the internet. So I would get porn from AOL. I mean, I would go into chat rooms and trade. I would print it out on my color printer. Dot matrix I, was that a dot it, matrix printer? No, no, it was it was legit. It was you okay. know, you know. 
terrible DPI. But but anyways, <laughs> I, I would print them out and I would sell it to guys for a quarter a page. What? Yeah, I made I made like fifty bucks, which oh. was insane back then for me. That is awesome. That's terrible. It's kind terrible. of an embarrassing story. No, yeah. it is totally embarrassing, but I'm not going to lie. I have a very similar story about selling porn. <laughs> I wasn't the one doing it because I'm terrible with money, but I had this friend and his parents owned a uh, a motel in my town, and he was so good with money. He was such an entrepreneur. I'm sure he's doing something very entrepreneurial right now. He's probably in the porn business still. I have no idea, but he used to like – he would build websites like like – free porn websites that he would like grab images off of whatever it was at the time probably alta vista or whatever and just like pop them all on one page and he would like and in order to make money he would like have his friends like here's a website link if you pay me x amount of dollars and then (laughs) he would also sell like cds from like columbia house you know how like you used to buy like you get like like, 10 cds for like a cent or something i don't know it was something but he would like he would say, what CD do you want? And then he would, you know, basically say, all right, it's $10 a CD. And that's how he would sell it. So like, so, so you were, so you were entrepreneurial in sixth grade selling things, making money. And, and you were, were like, were you one of those dudes like saving every penny? Like got to save up, you know, put it, put, the, put in the piggy bank sort of thing. So, so yeah. And, and it, it was kind of like twofold because, uh, my, my parents were very good with money. When they had me, they were like, they'd go to the supermarket with a calculator and they'd find out how many ramen noodle packets they could buy. Like legit, they wow. were fucking poor. Wow. And, uh, my dad was a finance guy and, uh, they just kind of, he did better and they did better with their money. So, uh, Part of it was instilled from them, but on like the saving spending piece, uh, they they like kind of didn't really let me spend the money that I had. It, and actually, when I was in high school and yeah. I wanted to buy a car, and I'd calculated it out that I had enough for a, a decent used car and enough for insurance through to the end of college, they actually wouldn't let me buy it. And I actually wrote them like a letter convincing them because they were in custody of my account and I didn't even know how to use an ATM at that point, you know? Really? So yeah, they, they kind of, uh, kept me from spending, which was good because then I realized that I didn't really need all of this like shit. Yeah. And then when I actually made like real money, um, I still didn't really need it. And so I just put it away and, you know, you kind of leave it be for a few months and you come back and you're like, holy shit, like I saved all that. And that like, it got me excited and then I saved more. And then I got a job in an investment bank as a developer, but I had access to all the research. So I started investing my money and then it like exponentially grew. And, uh, it was just all very exciting for me. And the thing was, what, what baffles me is that it's really, it's really not that difficult. Like I'm not that smart of a guy. I just go and I just do like simple, basic stuff and I've been killing it. And I think, uh, I don't know why everyone else isn't, you know? Well, I mean, I can tell you why I'm not because first of all, I've never saved a penny in my life. I mean, until recently, but like saving to me wasn't a thing. Does that make any sense? Like I, my parents had never said like, you know, you need to open up a savings account and, you know, tuck away your hard earned dollars. And cause eventually they're going to pay off one day or whatever. I mean, I was never told that saving is a good thing. You know, I mean, I always knew, I mean, I guess, you know, 
people say, you know, start a savings account or whatever. And I was, I always liked the idea of having an account, but I just assumed the money would go there and <laughs> never, it was never there. So like, I mean, your parents, I think played a huge role. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Like just, and, and school didn't obviously, right. Cause I, I mean, I had not a single class in personal finance. No, me I neither. And I, I just did whatever. I didn't know how to write a check until I was like, I don't know, 20, one or something like i i just <laughs> scribbled on a check and hopefully it, i could cash it but um yeah I, I i never like so parents are a huge deal i think like if you're if your parents suck with money you're probably gonna suck with money am i wrong is that, yeah, is that a bad I assumption right. i mean if they're not teaching you in school what are you gonna learn aren't telling you exactly you're a kid and look uh stuff is addicting man like i i love stuff who doesn't love stuff and I, when you have cash it, it, I think it burns a hole in everyone's pocket. You know, well, I mean, like I had a job when I was 13 years old, right? And I know, I don't know how I got this job. I was getting a paycheck, like how I got a paycheck at 13 years old. I knew, I don't know how that's possible, but like it, I would, I would make 70 to $80 a week, right? And just work in two days. Okay. And I worked at like a little local pool store and it was me and my friend and we would make the, we would get these $80 checks and I swear to God, we would take those checks we would our parents would drop us off at Walmart and we would blow through the entire $70 at Walmart on dumb shit. I can give you I can't tell you how many cap guns we bought like and and ammo for the cap guns. Like that's where most of my money went. My entire life was cap guns. I don't have a collection of cap guns I could like reference and say like, "Oh, you know, my entire life I was collecting cap guns." No, it's like we bought cap guns, we bought food, like Fuddruckers, like we would just we would blow our money every week, and that was our like. That's what we did for fun. You know what I mean? I like. How, what did you do? Like, it can't be that much fun to like put it in the savings account. Like, <laughs> so okay, so I'm look, done my it, weekend. It wasn't like uh, I had no cash. I mean, I worked. There were times I worked two jobs, and I used my money. You know, uh, like I would go get pizza with friends. I bought my fair share of cap guns and okay gums and pixie sticks and sure. You know, all that stuff. You know, I remember I had my first job. The first thing I bought, like I saved $100 and I bought a disc man with like 10 seconds skip. And I was like, I could keep it in my pocket, my pocket and walk for 10 seconds. And it, won't, it was like amazing. Yeah. You know, uh, but I, I guess my parents weren't big stuff people. So I just never really, you know, I, and my friends didn't really have much money. Most of my friends actually didn't even work. So the fact that I worked and had money, it's like I could buy shit, but they didn't have money to buy shit. So do you think like – I guess your friends weren't that big of a problem, right? So your friends weren't spending money. It's not like you know all your friends are going out to the movies like three times a day and you're like, guys, like I'm going to sit home because I need to save my money. Like you weren't that like nerdy. No, no. Like, I'm loser. like uh, – I'm always there. People want to go out. Like I, I go out and dude, when I go out, I spend. That's like my one uh, thing. Like I like to spend on experiences and having fun and, you know, I don't need like the freaking gold leopard statue in the front door when I come into my apartment, you know. No, but, but you uh, should. I mean, that's a good, that's it a would good be, thing. It would have. be cool. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, I like eating, drinking. I go out a lot, you know, but it's, it's all, I guess, in moderation. And look, you can go out to eat and have a killer dinner. I mean, we're in, I'm in New York City. So uh, the food is amazing. The drinks are amazing. And there are even just ways you can go out like about it and, and just not spend a lot. You yeah. know, go to great places and just kind of. 
see, and that's where I think, see, I always, I always feel guilty now that I go out and spend $200 a night. And that's like a lot of my money goes to drinking and eating and I don't buy stuff so much anymore, but I mean, I used to buy stuff like I was a stuff hound. Like I had very expensive things my entire life. And I was one of those dudes like, oh, that's the kid with the light up. You know, he has a strobe light in his car or, oh, that's the kid that has those really <laughs> loud subwoofers. Like he spent a ton of money on those things. And I had friends and I wasn't the only one. Like I, I, I pretty much, uh, everybody that I hung out with had things like that, that was, was a thing in high school, like the subwoofers and shit. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Yeah. High school. So like, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think, and I, and I didn't really have good influences, you know? Uh, and I mean, now it's obviously if you, if you're listening to this podcast and you have money problems, I mean, what category do you put yourself in? Do you put yourself in the, you know, the Andrew category where you're, you know, <laughs> your parents were good with money. They taught you these, these, the value of the dollar. And, you know, did they teach you? Did they tell you, you need to save? Like, we're going to open you a bank account. Did they walk you to the bank and like open it up for you? Like, yeah, yeah, dude. I, I when I was like in, uh, like, I don't know, really young when I was like learning to count, my mom would drive me to work and I would count like the change in the car for her and shit. Like it was always part of your my family. Life. A thing. Yeah. 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 And see my life and my family was the opposite. Like my dad spends money like water and that's where I get that from. Like, Oh, we're, you know, we want to get into camping all of a sudden. So let's go to I Goldberg and just drop $400 on a tent and the, the grill. And like just, and then we would go camping once and then we would just had this garage full of camping gear like we never used like and and I and it's that that shit still happens like with my family today and I and and do I blame them for making me so bad with money? Yes, I do. <laughs> like I have, no, I have no other way to hide that fact. But so that's really what I mean, so um, well, the thing just, is, is yeah. like you know they they didn't teach you, but it's never too late to learn, and and it's it's like you you do it through inaction, you know, right? And that's really why you know why we had this idea for the podcast because you run now you run this this website listenmoneymatters.com, dot com where you're teaching people about personal finance, and I found you, I found you, and said I I you know in 2013 I decided um, since I, I've been I was so bad with money. For my entire life, right? So uh, I, I had lost my job, and I decided to work on. My, I wanted to start my own business. I've always been an entrepreneur, but just never had. Just never. I got used to get money, but I could never keep it. Like I was just really bad, right? So um, in 2013 or 2012, I guess. Well, 2012, I lost my job, and I started my website to because that's what I wanted to do, right? Um, and then in 2013, I decided like I need to get better with money. That was going to be my like New Year's resolution was to start researching money since it was something that you know was now that I didn't have a job and I wasn't going to get I was I was living you know for my whole life I lived paycheck to paycheck uh, and I wanted to not be in that boat anymore. I, a lot of my friends were you know out of college they started getting really, you know good jobs and I needed to keep up. So and that's now that's all gone, but. Uh, I did some research. I found this at moneymatters.com. I contacted you and said, I love all, all this, all this shit that you're writing, like kind of spoke to me, right? I'm like, ah, you know, this is the kind of shit I need to be doing. This is what I need in order to, to become better with money. And then we ended up becoming friends. And I said, you know what would be a great idea? Let's do a podcast and let's, you know, you're obviously the expert and I'm the guy who's I, I'm basically a listener who happens to be in front of a <laughs> microphone and can like 
talk to you as if like I because I really don't even today like I've gotten much better over the year since I've been reading books um you know and listening and reading your uh website so I wanted to start this podcast uh because I think this the dichotomy between you being so good with money me being so bad with money I'm actually learning as we go, and I have questions. Gal- I have so many questions. I'm, I I want to get back to the porn. I have questions about how, <laughs> like, like, what made you think of that? Anyway, so I, I think, um, you know, I, I I and going forward, we we sat down, we came up with like a list of like topics that we wanted to talk about that I wanted to talk about. There's things that I don't know, and that you do, right? Right. So, right. um, I mean. Tell them what we're going to be talking about because I think it's an I think uh, you know just I just love the I, just, I love the idea that I can sit here and ask you questions because I feel like I'm I'm the listener right you know what I mean <laughs> so yeah, yeah. And, and I think the show is going to be going to be good for that you know for that type of person listening so like what do we have coming up so uh, coming up soon uh, I'm just going to go I guess. Just down the list. So yeah, we yeah, have, we uh, some- yeah, stop buying dumb shit. I think that'll be a, a really good one. Yeah, I, I mean, I just realize like how bad we are. Oh, dude, you know, I, I bought cap guns for like years, and, and <laughs> dude, I have a, I have a, I swear to God, I have a box in my closet full of playing cards, unopened boxes of playing cards. I collected playing cards. That box is in my closet, taped up. Like I have no. It's literally something I have to move. Every single time I move, but it does nothing. It has no value to me whatsoever. If it wasn't for the damn internet, that could be millions of dollars. Right? <laughs> and I don't know why. I am still collecting. People still give them to me as gifts when they get back from vacations that I don't go on because I don't have enough money. So it's, it's like it's a reminder now that I don't go on vacations because it, it's, it's destinations I've never been to. Uh, so I've literally, you know, and I and at one point I bought a BMW. I had no business buying a BMW. But I had I had to have one because I thought I was cool. Like I, that's dumb shit to me. Like that's really dumb. I mean, I apologize to anybody out there who owns a BMW. They're the greatest greatest car on the planet. If yeah, you, they're in my opinions. Yeah. But now I own a Honda Civic because I need to just get from point A to point B. I don't need you know all this frivolous nonsense. So I mean, yeah, I think that's a great show topic. I can't wait to talk about that because I have other things <laughs> that I bought that I'm so ashamed of. But and I've done nothing for me. What else we got going? Uh, we have uh, cash versus credit cards versus debit cards, right tool for the right job, but you know, too many people using debit cards when they shouldn't, and see cash when they shouldn't, and Dude, I, all I ever knew, all I ever knew was cash and debit cards. Credit cards were, ah, oh, man, I have a whole thing on this, but like <laughs> uh, when I got my first credit card in the mail at eighteen years old. I had maxed it out within three days. Like I just saw that as free money, um, and no one taught me how to use credit cards. So like nowadays, I know better now. But it took me almost what twelve years to like learn about them. And now I now I see the benefit of why you should use them over debit cards, and why you should use them over cash. But at the time, I didn't. So like that's I have a ton of stories and questions about you know those three things and and why you should use one or the, over the other. Um, and like today, I had to decide whether I was going to use. I got a haircut today, so I had to decide whether I was going to use cash or my credit card. And I wasn't going to use a debit card, but 
And I decided. So what did you use? I used a credit card. I used the credit really? card. Really? You, you paid for a haircut with a credit card? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> See, but that's the thing. I don't like. All right, so. All right, so is so that. How do you tip them? How do you tip them? You just write it on the, you write it on the receipt. I just tip them, you know, five bucks dude, or whatever. Dude, Uncle Sam's getting a piece of that, man. What? What do you uh, mean? You only tip them like, uh, I don't know, two dollars, three dollars? No, I tip, I tip five. Oh, I, my, my haircut was seventeen dollars. I get like, a, I get a four on the side and a six on the top. It literally <laughs> dude, takes them like five minutes. I'm sorry, but you, you do not have enough hair to tip them five. No, <laughs> I'm, pr- I'm like half bald. I have, there was no reason I, well, whatever. I mean, I just feel like I go there once a month and I hate getting my haircut. So I'm like, I don't know. I mean, if they hate it as much as I do, they deserve five dollars. I do hate getting haircuts. So, so I mean, what are, what else do we have? Uh, avoid frivolous fees, oh, dude. God. Like, if you look over the course of the year, like so much fucking money goes towards fees. Like, and Jesse's greedy banks just can't I- give them their money. Can't give them your money, man. And it's easy. It's actually really easy to completely avoid fees. They're like check uh, cards that have reimburse you for ATM fees no matter what. Like e- easy stuff. So that, I think that would be a pretty good one. Oh, yeah. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm really bad with fees. <laughs> so like I've been better. Gotten better because of you. Thank you. But um, no, fees are fees are fees are Fees have crippled me in the past, like over two hundred dollars on overdraft fees at one point in my life. So, well, I, I had some bad ones too. Yeah. yeah. So we need to avoid those. That's a that's a good. I got I got stories <laughs> there too. I have literally like every one of these top. I can't wait to talk about them because I want to know. I, so wait. So I want to go back real quick. Should I have not have spent? I should have not have paid for my haircut with a credit card. I mean, you could, I guess. I figure, like, uh, I like to give them cash as a tip. I, I imagine if I was cutting hair, yeah, I would like the cash in my pocket, not okay. my tax return. Okay, I didn't know that. That's good. That's good to know. Okay, what else we got going on? Uh, money horror stories, which <sighs> literally that, that'll I, be like literally like your heyday right there. <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna blow through them all in this episode. Oh, that's, um, that's a good one. That that's gonna be a good one. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to talk yeah. about. Um, how to get a credit card debt for skeptics? Yeah, yeah. See, I just got out of credit card debt like this, like the past like three months. And I wasn't, you know, I'm not your typical like I didn't go to college, right? So I don't have the you know the debt of college, and I I wasn't in college and had no money and used maxed out like all my credit cards. Like I have a, a friend of mine who is like forty thousand dollars in credit card debt. And I'm just wow. like, what? I, I had to ask her, like, why and how <laughs> How did you do that? <laughs> She's like, clothes. And I go, clothes? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, I'm not I'm not a clothes person. I'm literally sitting here in sweatpants and a sweatshirt. And that's usually in my attire every single day, even if I had a real job. But, <laughs> like, it, I can't imagine you spending that much money uh, but I guess like when you're in college and you don't have income and your family's rich, uh, you just rack up money on a credit card. <laughs> and then what do you do? Like it takes forever to pay it off. I mean, my dad was yeah. paying off, just like, just paid off his credit card debts. Like recently he's like, you know, 50, almost 60 years old. It's ridiculous. So yeah, that's something. And that, you know what? And, uh, that's something that totally changed my life. Like a whole new world opened for me when I was able to do that. And the reason I, I like the you uh, adding the word skeptic at the end of it is that because now that I am out of credit card debt, like I'm now this 
prophet, I guess. I don't want to use that <laughs> word. No, I, I, I'm like this guy who's like, oh, well, I got out of it and I'll tell you how I did it. And then everyone I talked to was like, well, yeah, but, um, you know, I have this going on and, you know, I have a wife or I have kids. I'm like, all right, well then just keep arguing with me and you'll never, you'll never do it. Like the first step I think is just actually getting out there and doing it. But, um, so that's why I want to say skeptics because they're, everybody I talk to is a skeptic, you know, as far as getting out of credit card debt. All right. Uh, yeah, what else? I mean, we, we have we have a huge list yeah, here, huge. but I think I think like the next one or the last one in this like upcoming yeah. batch, rent versus owning. I think it's gonna be a really cool one because uh, I, I tossed around that for a while, and uh, I'm not even sure that uh, I've decided still. You know, it's a really tough. It's it's not as clear. Everyone says like, oh, like you own that's a clear path to riches. Like maybe back in like the fifties. Or like, you know, when property values are really appreciating. Now, I don't know, dude. And saddling yourself with all that debt. That's, I mean, that that's what this whole uh, downturn in the economy was all about. The depression. People just had shit tons of debt. If you were renting yeah. and you, you just had, you know, your cash in the bank and you were renting. Oh, well, you know, you're, you don't owe anyone anything. And there, there's like some freedom to that. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm and, a, and and I own, so you know, yeah. it's like I, I kind of I can appreciate both. Yeah, I, you know what? That's going to be one of those uh, conversations that I mean, if you had to guess, I mean, if you had to pick a side, like if you had to like which way are you leaning towards, like real quick, just to give it. So so real quick, I think for most people, I think renting is better. Yeah, yeah, I I think owning is. Um, not nearly what it's cracked up to be, and there's all this hidden shit that you don't even think about. I know that deal. I'm an owner myself, and <laughs> also a renter at this point, so I'm both. Uh, and if I could not own my place right now, I would be very, 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 very happy. But I cannot. But we will save that for that episode because that is one of those topics that, and I'm not passionate about it, but I'm sad. It's like I, I get very depressed when I talk <laughs> about that because, uh, again, I, I, you know, this year when I started reading all these personal finance books and trying to better myself, that was one of the things that kept popping up. It was a constant – I don't want to say theme. I guess it was a theme or whatever. But it would keep popping up like, you should rent. You should rent. And I'm like, god damn it. I've been told the <laughs> wrong thing my entire life. Like my entire life. Like you know how like you grew up and your parents instilled this like this money – I don't even know what to call it. This, this, your good money. Bottom line, they just installed this, install, instilled this knowledge on you. The right. knowledge that I was instilled with was, you should own as soon as you humanly possible because you know it's the best thing in the world. Now, uh, to play to get, you play devil's advocate, your dad, you said your dad was a finance guy, right? Right. And since he was good with money, he taught you how to be good with money. You know, like father, like son. Perfect, right? Love that story. However, my family, <laughs> like my mom was in real estate. So like mother, like son, like, you know, she was like super like real estate's the best thing in the world. And it was like her whole time she was there, like until the day that I bought. And then the, <laughs> and like, then the next day, it the, literally, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like I settled on Black Monday, like crazy but yeah like uh, and so to to kind of like are sum you seriously up, you settled on black i Monday? swear i swear 
That's pretty intense, dude. I so know. you literally bought at the ultimate peak. Yes. Like Yep. <laughs> I yep. I um, bought and then I was like the news had come out and I was in the settlement <laughs> office like signing papers. That's terrible, man. And I'm just yeah, it was really bad. But um, <laughs> I don't even know why I'm laughing at your <laughs> We're gonna check that box for horror stories, uh <laughs> for for money horror stories, but yeah. Um so to sum it up, um, and I, I kind of wrote uh, a, a thing real quick about what I want this podcast and what I want people to get out of this podcast. And I want to ask you what you want people to get out of it. And then I'll tell, I'll tell you what I think they should be getting out of this. Yeah, cool. So um, <clears throat> I want people to spend as little amount of time as humanly possible managing their money, thinking about money talking about money it's really not worth it it's not like uh shouldn't be a life passion because it's pretty boring right? and it shouldn't cause stress right it shouldn't cause stress i mean like the number i think it's like literally the number one reason in this country that relationships fall apart are related to money mm-hmm. like what a fucking travesty yeah you know what i mean because because it, first of all it's really not that complicated it's just like you just build a few solid habits you know, you live your life. You don't deprive yourself. I, I want people to be fulfilled and not feel like they're stuck between this like rock and a hard place. And then to fucking go out. Sorry, no less cursing, but <laughs> <laughs> I want them to go out and like have a good time and, and not spend time managing money, you know, because it's taking care of itself. And do you think everyone has the potential to become better with money? And and what do you think it's what do you think it takes for some people? Because I mean you could read all the personal finance books and you could listen to this podcast for as long as we do it. And if you don't take action, right, if you don't do anything, uh, your money situation is not going to change. Like you actually need to take some action. Like you need to start by doing something, you know, right. Am I wrong? Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. I mean, uh, I totally brain farted. <laughs> no, I, I well I was like I was saying like you, I think what I, what I want people to get out of this is is I want people to see both sides, right? I want people to see what it's like to have a lot of money or not even a lot of money, right? Just to have enough money and be comfortable and not have to worry every single day about like shit, am I going to be able to pay my bill this month? Cuz that's me. Like that's and I still am like that. Like I I have this Ah, now, now I'm. Oh, it just came. Yeah, just came back. Lightning right. at me. Hit, so hit it. I, I think. I think the thing is, is that um, there, there, there are no like tricks. It's not like you do this one get rich quick thing. There's, there's no such thing. Like it, it boils down to just being honest with yourself because, like, we lie to ourselves. I mean, like, I mean, I know you see the credit card, like free money, whatever. Yeah. But I mean, like. Yeah. If if you were like true with yourself, like you know, like that it's it's not you know. But, but damn, I want that MacBook Air. You know, I was just I was just going through that recently. I mean, seriously, I, I go to that page on Apple's site like a lot. Yeah, you know, because I want one really bad. Because because you know what I say, I go, oh, you know what? I'll just take that MacBook Air. I'll walk over to Starbucks and I'll be cool. You know, I'll put on my glasses and my scarf and I'll <laughs> type my screenplay up and I'll look. I'll drink a 
some sort of mocha latte or whatever, and hot girls will come up to me and say, "Oh, what are you writing about?" And I'll tell them, uh, "Oh, you know, I'm writing the screenplay about this. Uh, well, whatever." This hot matter. girl who walked up to me in Starbucks. Yeah, and I'll have this like, uh, "Where'd you meet your Where'd you meet your wife?" I met her in Starbucks. I was typing my manuscript. Uh, but no, I, like, and I I had to sit there. Like I sat there, and I I was like. All right, and I, my brother helps me out. My brother is actually really good with money, so now that now that I live with him, it's really easy for me to say, "Hey, do you think I should buy a MacBook Pro?" And he go, and he he's quick to say, "Why do you need one? And can you do what you can you do what you need to do without it?" And I said, "Yeah, I can. Like, I really don't need to go to Starbucks." You and know? it sucks to hear that. You you, you don't want to hear that. You no. want him to tell you, Matt, you need it. Go no. right now directly to the Apple Store and buy two. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, you know what? There's an awesome deal I just saw, and you can get a MacBook now for like $999 instead of 1000 I'll be like, sweet, I'm going out and buying one right now. Like, <laughs> I save a dollar. Yes. Like, I, but like, that's the thing. Like, you need to ask yourself, and that's what me, when it comes to spending money, like, I'm just, I'm a compulsive buyer, have been my entire life. I'm the dude that falls for, I'm in line at the supermarket, and I see a bag of Skittles, and I'm like, well, yeah, I got to have Skittles. I mean, yeah, it's I kind got, of my favorite candy. Yeah, yeah. Like I have to, you know, I get to, I get fruit in my diet. I mean, you know, I got to taste the rainbow. I've been, I've been, I need to taste this rainbow. It's right there. I need gum. My breath. It's horrible. What if this woman likes me and I, I'm, I'm, I got bad breath now. It's like, I, so like, I'm, I'm very compulsive and I, I'm, I'm quick to like make decisions and buy things. Like I don't sit there and think about them. And that really is the whole. Like my, when everything that I've ever been with with money or whatever, it's been like fly by the seat of your pants. Like live paycheck, paycheck, buy this right now. You know, oh, I got an extra thousand dollars. Okay, well, I can either put that thousand dollars in the bank, boring, or I could take that thousand dollars and go spend it on beer and food and then more beer and then uh, I don't know a TV or whatever, half a MacBook Air, it, like. I just never thought that way. And it is – it is. would you say like I had to retrain my brain and I don't want people to think that they have to change their lifestyle because I really haven't changed – I mean I, I personally have changed my lifestyle but it's actually been for the better. And yes, I still and, – and actually more now than ever when people say, uh, yo, we're going to go do this thing, right? I'm like, all right, well, how much does it cost? And they say, whatever. And I go, okay. I'm going to do that because you know why? I want to. Like it's not impulsive. Yeah. It's just like I want to do that. I will have a great and, time. And it should be that way. I yeah. mean, uh, I, I have this like thing that I say like people are like, oh, you know, frugal. Should you spend on this or that? And it's like, well, I go out to dinner. and uh, But if I don't get wine, you know, I'll save so much money. And I just – I'd rather have the wine. Yeah. I want the wine. Right. And I, and I think like the approach should be – you know that you should get the wine, and if and if you could be smart about it, you could have the things that you want and that you need, and also save money and not be like effed by mm -hmm. the banks or. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's what that's kind of what I want to get out of this, and I and I hope that people think the idea of of having a really bad person with money, me, um, being sort of like the. The guy that's driving and asking you, the expert, the questions. I hope that dichotomy people are going to resonate with. And I really do because, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that 
you know, share very similar stories to what I've gone through. I mean, maybe, maybe not as bad, maybe not as ridiculous or as stupid. Uh, or I hope, I hope, you know, and I want people to share their stories. Like I want, you know, if you guys out there, uh, have a really bad horror story. Cause I mean, I would love to read them online or, or, or on the air for that episode. Obviously you don't have to give your full name. I won't mention it, but like, I want to hear like a story like, well, yeah, I, I was hanging out and we went and bought like four Fabergé eggs and <laughs> we use them. We use, we use them to play, I don't know, crochet or something. Is that, that's a sport, right? Or is that yeah. the needle and thread thing? I think it's like professional. Like, Croquet. Stitching. <laughs> what's what's the difference croquet or crochet i think crochet is like a box stitch the knitting yeah okay yeah so croquet croquet or whatever the hell so yeah i i want like people to tell like these ridiculous stories of how they spent an insane amount of money on something really stupid that they've never used like for instance a treadmill that acts now as a coat hanger you know what i mean like i i have one of those in my garage you know it was eight hundred dollars although i did use it for three years but uh and it's just broke but um yeah, I, I just I, I want people to resonate. I want people to say, "Hey, I'm like this dude, but I want to be like that dude." You know what I mean? Like I'm the guy that spends a ton of money on dumb shit. I'm the guy that has a shitload of credit card debt. I'm the guy that you know just wants just wants to take the next step and become better. I and so I want them to I want them to go from me, <laughs> from the bad person with money, to you, and I think that's possible, right? Yeah, absolutely. You and say it's, it's not hard. It's never, you know, where you can't you can teach a dog new tricks or can't teach an old dog or whatever the hell the saying is, but uh, yeah, there's you can always learn. And I and quickly, now that you're older and have a more you can grasp things better than than you were as a kid. I wouldn't suggest selling porn on a dot matrix printer, <laughs> but I mean, there's there's ways to to save and get money and and yeah. I'll tell you what. Um and I mean, you're you're comfortable, right? You no stress, right? There's besides maybe your job no. and just personal things, but no, not no. with money. No, and it it's nice because you know what? Like you have enough money, and uh, your boss is a super dick. Well, you just say f you, yeah, and then you leave, and you can. It, it, that's what it's about. It's about like that f freedom money. Yeah, so, like, exactly. Having it, money is for, is. Freedom, freedom. It, un- America. it unshackles you from the asshole boss or your shitty situation in life. It's it's not that you go and buy like you know eight RVs or something, but you know it's just you could now do whatever you want. It's not that you go and buy like the McMansion, right? But you do what you want, and yeah. I think like that's like where happiness is, and that's like I think that's the ultimate spot. You have your wine. You do the things you like to do. Because you have like the ability to, mm-hmm. and not be frugal and a miser. Exactly. I mean, and no one wants to be a miser, and, and no one likes a miser. And you That's can true. you could have both. And I think uh, everyone should. Well, Andrew, I'm going to learn just as much as everyone listening to this podcast about money from you. And again, it. I just I think this is a I think this is a great idea and I think what we have here is going to be good uh, and I'm looking forward to talking about all the things that we mentioned that we're going to talk about in these upcoming episodes right um, so here's what I want you guys to do out there I want you to uh, listen to the podcast 
I want <laughs> that would be nice. Please, please, nice. yep. And I want you to write us a review on iTunes, and I want to I want you to tell us how much you like it or dislike it. I don't care. Yeah, Just an be, honest review. Yeah. yeah. Be honest. Tell us what you think of it. Tell us what you think we should talk about. Like, what do you? Maybe you have a question. What do you want to know? Write that in the review. Give us five stars. Give us one star. Give us a star. Any any star rating, um, because we want to make this as the best podcast possible, especially in the personal finance world. And our approaches are going to be a tad different. I mean, I'm I'm sure you're going to go out there and you're going to listen to and you maybe you've already listened to other personal finance podcasts and maybe you've read you know personal finance books that can be tiring and you know kind of put you to sleep and i don't want that i want this to be funny i want this to we're going to curse we're going to be real we're two dudes right we're two young men yeah. i am not that great with money but i'm i want to become better with it and i've and i've seen what that looks like just just in the, re, for the last few months you know especially you know talking to you i've I know what it, I know what that's going to feel like, and I've and I'm I'm almost feeling it. So it's a great it's a great feeling. Uh, and again, um, like I said, leave us a review uh, and go li- go check out listenmoneymatters.com. It's the site that started this whole thing. It's a site that got that be- I'm friends with Andrew because of that site. Like that site, and I emailed him. He got back to me right away, and I just told him like, dude. I love your site. Like you speak like a human. You're not this like old crotchety man. Like save your pennies. Don't buy, invest in this stock. You know, you're not, it's just not boring and you just make it easy for people. So, uh, thank you by the way. Thank you. That was was awesome. Yeah. So again, thank you everybody for listening. This is our very first podcast and there's going to be more episodes to come. So stay tuned. Check out listenmoneymatters.com. Leave us a review on iTunes and we will see you next time. See you later. Yeah. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show and would like to hear more, subscribe to the Listen Money Matters podcast and leave a positive review on iTunes. For more information, visit listenmoneymatters.com. Peach out, home slice.